Hello, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by From Within Records. They just announced two new records coming out in 2021. Shout out MH Chaos out of Chicago. I'm super stoked to see them working with From Within Records. Really looking forward to seeing the new material that they have. Shout out to the homies in Chicago. Also, they travel to Scranton, Wilkes-Barre. New record from my friends in Warren, the human work record coming out in 2021 super stoked to hear what that sounds like that is seriously such awesome news i love warren really stoked to see that they teamed up with from within records for the next release such an awesome addition to the label so support from within records because they support us and guys it's been a wild ride i'm back from florida i went to disney world i've talked about this annual trip that I do every year and I went, I was a little hesitant, but I figured that I should just go. I should just do it for science do it for the love of my friends. And it's been a couple days since I've been back. I uh, just been chilling. Uh, I feel like I'm okay. I survived Florida. It, it was, it was such an interesting experience because leading up to it, I had reached out and talked to so many friends who have been, to Disney World since the whole uh, lockdown and it reopening and the experience that I was expecting was the complete opposite of what actually happened when I had talked to everybody the common thread was it was dead in the park everything was a walk-on but when I got there <laughs> that was not the case and I, I wasn't complaining too much because we didn't have to wait in line uh, shout out to Steve Huey for that. Uh, we got to walk on um, everything, but just seeing the park full of people it just made me realize that uh, there's really no way to to be able to maintain social distancing, uh, and there's no way for the park to actually enforce that <laughs> unless they were actually going to start kicking people out because they did a really good job where they could, so I'll, I'll give them props for being able to maintain the six feet apart when we are when people or guests were waiting in line or uh, getting in line to get into the shops but once you're roaming the park roaming the stores there's no social distancing nobody really cares everybody's just kind of doing whatever they want and i'd say about like 98 percent of people were actually wearing their masks correctly which was way more than i thought there would be so that was a cool site. There's the obviously there's always going to be the the rebels or the people who can't follow simple rules. So I, I wasn't too surprised by that, but it definitely showed me that Disneyland could be open here in California, but there definitely is some weird political stuff going on behind the scenes. Fuck Gavin Newsom, he's a little bitch. But yeah, so I went to Florida and I'm back. I'm stoked to be here doing the podcast again for you guys. I hope everybody is out there staying safe. Uh, on today's episode, which I'll finally get to three minutes in, we traveled to Baltimore and tracked down Shay, uh, one of the guys running Flat Spot Records. I've been a fan of the record label for a minute. They have a ton of awesome bands on there. Some of my favorites are Choice to Make, Adrenaline, Karma. They just have like an awesome, diverse roster, and that's what I really like. Such a great roster of bands and it was cool to track Shay down and be able to pick his brain 
and hear about how he came up and how the record label started. I got to ask about some of my favorite releases that they put out. So that was really fun. And I try to slide in my little pitch to do a flat spot showcase on the West Coast. Because a lot of those bands haven't made it out to the West Coast. So when things open back up and shows are possible again, that's something that I would literally love to try to make happen, bring some of those bands to do some sort of run on the West Coast or maybe like a weekend or just anything. Because I feel like uh, I love them so much and I know a ton of other kids would be so stoked to see some of those bands out here on the West Coast. So strap in and enjoy some breaking news. There's breaking news in the middle of the episode. I can't remember exactly when, but he talks about a new band that just got signed. So enjoy that breaking news. So strap in, enjoy the show. And without further ado, welcome Shay to the show. Welcome to the podcast, Che. How's it going? It's going good. How you doing? I'm, I'm doing good, man. Seriously, thank you for taking the time to do the podcast. I was uh, actually been wanting to have somebody on from Flatspot for a while, uh, you know, fan of the label. And I think I was inspired to reach out after I watched the the live that you did on Instagram with uh, Justice from Trapped Under Ice. And I, I thought that was really cool because I, I think uh, in hardcore, people doing those Instagram lives um, aren't being done enough. So the fact that you guys uh, did something like that, I, I thought it was cool and it, it definitely inspired me to finally reach out. So I'm stoked to finally have you on. Yeah, it was it was cool doing that live. You know, um, just because I saw like a lot of guys in like hip hop doing it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, that'd be kind of cool if like we did that too. So, and we have a couple of lives coming up soon, actually. Yeah, hell yeah, I'm I'm, I'm stoked to hear that. I I think it's a a, a cool tool because uh, yeah, I, I follow some people like uh, academics and hip hop. I know a lot of people don't like him, but uh, he would go on live, and uh, I, I feel like just that platform. It's just so easy because everybody, like, I, the majority of people that I've ever met, like you know, have Instagram, so it's like not that hard to you know get people to just you know open their phone, open the app, and just you know join a live and just you know talk about whatever. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, man. So uh, for you, just for the, the people out there, I kind of want to um, like hear about um, you and like, you know, how you got into hardcore, if you can talk about that. Yeah. So um, I live most of my life, like 15, like to 20 minutes south of D.C. So um, I always went to the D.C. shows and um, at the time. So I got into it when I was 16 and 2001. And um, in D.C., we have like a subway system and uh, one of the subway lines would like come out like close to my house. So it made D.C. like easily accessible to me, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, so I I began going to, you know, shows in D.C. And and when I was 16, I was like, you know, I was like uh, the second show I went to was like a Madball show. 
in 2001 at this venue called Nation in D.C. And that show's fucking insane because, uh, like, a bunch of fights happened. Like, cops showed up. Knives got pulled out. Um, it was, like, one of the biggest fights I've seen in my whole life. And I'm, like, 16, like, taking all this and like, oh, my fucking God, what is this? You know? And I was, like, instantly hooked. And I was like, I'm coming to like a show each week. And um, yeah, so uh, I began just going to a bunch of shows in DC. Uh, and I also went to like a lot of shows in Baltimore too. I take the bus up. And uh, that's how I met like a lot of the guys in TUI, like way back, you know, um, in like 2001 and 2002. And so that's how I got into it, you know. Um, it was my second show, that Madball show, 2001, that, like, got me, like, hooked instantly. And I was going to, like, two shows a week. And, like, shows, like, consumed my life. And um, it got to a point that, um, you know, I was, like, just so in love with this music that it, like, got to a point that, like, you know, going to shows isn't, like, enough. Like, I wanted to, like, book a show. I wanted to, like make a band like do something you know what i mean um but I, I was so young i just didn't know how to like get myself involved in that kind of way i'm surprised you know hearing about your second show uh, did, did you roll out with friends or were you solo because to see that kind of violence and being so new to it uh obviously <laughs> that kind of turned you on to um, wanting to stick around but uh for a lot of 16 year olds that could easily scare them away and uh, you know turn them off of uh going to hardcore shows yeah, so um, I went with two buddies of mine, mm -hmm. uh, this kid Billy and this kid Sean, who I still kind of keep up with. But um, yeah, no, like uh, we got to the show and the show Nation, excuse me, the yeah, the venue Nation mm -hmm. at the time of DC, it was in a, a spot of DC that was like the hood. You know what I mean? Now it's like 2020, it's fixed up. But at the time, though, it was like a bad section of DC. And even like getting off the subway station to like walk the five blocks of the venue, even that was like mad sketchy. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And just the whole vibe of the night. Keep in mind, I'm 16, so all this is like a movie to me. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm like taking all this in. Uh, I don't know what to expect next. What's going to happen? I'm like in the hood in D.C. with like two of my boys. Uh, we get to the show and um, the show sold out show it was packed and i'm just thinking like the show is just cool as is like nothing else even has to happen you know what i mean but like i said uh a knife gets pulled out uh fights happen and like i haven't seen violence to this magnitude in my life you know what i mean mm -hmm. and um it made like an impact on me it was uh um you know i didn't look at it in like a positive way and like i didn't look at it in a negative way I just kind of took it how it came, you know what I mean? And just, I think I was just so, uh, I got attached to it so, like, you know, so quickly because it was it was like living inside of a movie, you know what I mean? Like, shit like this doesn't happen back, you know, in my life, you know, at no point in time. So it's like each, each time, you know, I would like go to a show, it was almost like a little like mini movie of like, you don't know what's going to happen next, anything can happen. You know, at the time in D.C., D.C. between like 2000 and 2005 was uh, uh, it definitely wasn't like a safe space kind of scene. You know what I mean? 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, violence happened, and it, it was just, um, it was just, you know, that's kind of what got me into it. Not so much the violence, but that it was just so like this doesn't happen in my life. You know what I mean? Like this is just fucking insane, and it's so much fun, and like I just want to come back and keep doing it. Yeah, no, I, I definitely get that. Um, so people uh, who get into hardcore um, always end up, uh, for the most part, trying to do more, either you know, starting a band, booking a show, or doing a zine. And I know you just mentioned that you wanted to you know, figure out how you can do more. Uh, did you start uh, a band at any point? Did you start booking shows? Because uh, eventually you obviously you know, started this label, which we're going to build up to. But I'm, I'm just curious if you um, started anything else before that. So yeah, uh, I did a zine called Champions. A zine, I want to say this is like, I put this out, I don't even know because it was so long ago, but it was at some point between like 2002 and 2005. Mm-hmm. And it was, I had like 86 Mentality, which is this old DC band and a couple of like local bands. And um, so I did that zine and I was like, cool, you know? And uh, um, and I, I did a band when I was like 19. I did a band uh, called Take It Back, but we had like a demo. It sounded like um, uh, it sounded like 90s AF. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, so I did that that band, and it was just like a five song demo. We must have played like less than five shows. You know what I mean? And uh, um, but yeah, that was it. That one zine and that one band back in the day. So you had those projects. At what point did you uh, have the idea to first start Flashbot Records? Because you talked about you started uh, or your second show, you mentioned was like 2001. Yeah. And then the record label starts in 2004. So it's not that long after. I feel like the idea of starting a record label is like kind of a big thing because I've, I've thought about it, like, like how it would be cool to have a label, but then you think about all the responsibilities that come with it and you know you kind of have to uh help kind of manage these bands careers uh, in some way so i was just like man like i'm like trying to be like realistic that's something that i couldn't take on and be like uh you know be like wholly dedicated to it so that's why like, i've never even tried because like I, I never would want to disrespect and waste other people's times so th- that's why like i've never tried to delve into that because i know it's a lot of work so I, i'm just curious for you being so early on and still kind of young uh, where did that idea come from yeah so uh in dc we have this label called malfunction mm-hmm. and um if you don't know about them you should definitely check them out this label is unbelievable um so the guy that owns malfunction uh he would be at all the shows in dc and uh you know it got to a point that i was going to so many shows you know as like a young kid you go to shows and like you know you get to you know being young you want to talk to the old guys you know what i mean and uh um so this guy who had his label malfunction he uh, uh he always had his like little table set up at like all the shows and i would just always talk to him about his label and his label, he put out bands like he put out the AN demo, he put out Cast Aside, he put out um, uh, it's like it's like slipping my mind out, but he put like a lot of amazing bands. Like anyone listening should definitely check out his label called Malfunction and all the bands they put out. Um, so yeah, um, I would always like ask him questions about the label. How do you put out like a seven inch? 
is it difficult? How much money do you need? And I'd like always ask little like detailed, nuanced like questions. And um and and like in my case, I've always been like hustling since like middle school. You know what I mean? Just selling selling shit. You know what I mean? So I always have that like kind of uh, in some sense like business mentality. You know? Mm-hmm. Okay. So when I was nineteen, um. You know, I had some some money saved up off of hustling, and I, I I went to the guy who owns Malfunction, and I was like, "Yo, how much does it cost to do a seven inch?" And he was like, "You know, if you have a thousand, you'll be good." You know, and I was like, "Cool, I got that." You know, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, but I didn't know who to put out yet. You know, I would like go to shows, check bands out, but um uh it wasn't until I went to a show in Baltimore and this one band was playing and I met this kid AJ. And uh AJ, he's uh he lives in Pennsylvania, Pitts. And uh um and we met and just hit it off. And um and I asked him, I was like, you know, I asked him about putting his band out and he was like, hype, you know? He was like, Yeah, fuck yeah, you know. And uh, so I put them out, and that was like the initial flat spot seven inch. Now I'm just curious uh, if you go to the band camp and you scroll all the way to the bottom, that uh, band's not on there. Is there a reason why it's not yeah. on the band camp? Yeah, so we have to add that. And like, um, you know what? Just because you mentioned that, I'm going to add that this week, you know? Okay. Because cause that seven inch is fucking like amazing. And um, yeah, like, you know why? Because I put it out so long ago, and it's not on digital. I gotta find the CD that has the songs. Oh wow! If okay. not, if not, I would have to like go on YouTube and like get the songs off YouTube. But um, yeah, we definitely have to add that to to Bandcamp now. Okay, yeah, Th- that'd be awesome. I'm sure a lot of people um, who are curious or people who are already um, familiar with the band will be stoked. Um, but it, I, I can't even imagine being somebody. Uh, who wants to start a record label and trying to find like the first band to actually want to work with you. Because if you uh, uh, just want to reach out to like random people, th- th- I can't imagine a whole lot of people want to take a chance on some random person uh, just wanting to you know put out their music. Cause I feel like that is like a big deal because they represent the band and then the band kind of represents the label in some sort of way as well. So it's just like trying to find like that right relationship. Uh, I-, I feel like it can be hard. So I'm, I'm stoked that you're able to, reach out to AJ early on and him being able and being down to, to do it. Cause I, I seriously think about that. Like who, like who would I want to approach and like who'd actually want to do it. Cause it's just like, yeah, because like you're both taking a chance on each other. But you got to keep in mind at the time I'm 19 and mm-hmm. he must've been like 19 too. So it's like two kids that don't know what the hell's going on. I don't know how to do the label. He's new with the band. So it's not like, I'm putting out some like established band, you know what I mean? It's like two teams, like two kids being like, cool, let's do this, you know? So when AJ agreed to let you put out the record, did you have like a big rollout to like announce the new record coming out and the whole label? Like how did that all work in the the very beginning? Nah, so I mean, at the time it was like no social media, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, They they had this show, you know, in Pitts when the 7-inch came out uh in Pitts, Pennsylvania. But um no like so we I mean like I said we had no social media. Uh the the best 
I know on my end, living down this way, I didn't do anything. You know, I'm assuming them in Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. like, announced it at shows and stuff. Because even, even then, the band was like a Pennsylvania band. So down my way, it's not like too many kids knew about them. You know what I mean? So um, I did pass shit out, you know. Um, and uh, I wanted to give the 7-inch some hype. But it wasn't, it's not like now. You know, like now, social media completely changed the game. And, um, but it did well, you know, um, it, it sold a lot in Pennsylvania. He would always like call me up and tell him to like keep bailing him out seven inches because he told me, you know, he was like selling out of them <clears throat> at the shows. So that's crazy. Yeah. I, I can't even imagine because I, I'm old enough to know what it's like to be in a world without social media. And uh, it is a hundred percent true that with it now, it, like things are way different because all you have to do is, you know, post one link and if it's shared by the right person or enough people, it, it could get in front of like enough people just that way. And you don't even have to uh, put like a ton of money into, um, you know, PR for a record or for, for anything. It just has to get in front of the right eyes and uh, just the, the right retweets or, uh, you know, on the right story. So it, it's, it's definitely pretty interesting for me to, to just like think about and ask you because I'm always curious because uh, obviously back then, I was over here on the West Coast and I hadn't heard of Flat Spot Records yet or that record that you put out. So it, it took a while for me to get familiar with the label. Okay. But uh, so you put out that one record and was it your plan to try to keep this thing going or were you just kind of uh, going it or going and just having like a feeling out process? Because I'd be really nervous if I'm you know, that young and just putting that much money into something that might not even work. Obviously, you got to take risks and you got to spend money to make money. But I'm just curious, like what your mindset was and what your goals were that early on. Yeah. So so my mindset at the time was just I was kind of feeling it out, taking it how it comes, because if you notice, I didn't put out a second flat spot seven inch until 2007. So we had like a gap of all that, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, of that time and um and in that time i was feeling it out deciding if i wanted to do a second seven inch uh kept hustling um i'm you know i love to tag so i was tagging like nonstop. uh spent some time in jail and uh um and when i got out of jail uh that's when justice hit me up and because i've done justice like I said, since like back in the day, 2001, 2002, mm-hmm. when I would go to shows in Baltimore, you know? And um, so so he calls me up and he's like, uh, he had this band that he played in and they had like a show in Boston. And he was like, you know, you should come up and hang out. We can kick it. And, you know, I'm like just out of jail. I don't have any money, nothing. I'm like, you know, I don't feel like doing shit, but I'm like, fuck it. You know, I'm, I'm going up to Boston with y'all you know mm-hmm. and uh um and on the way up just as he keeps talking to me about this band that he's gonna do and he's talking about how somebody else is gonna sing in it and the ideas behind it and that uh when you know and like um you know looking back now maybe he like he was like okay like chase got a label and maybe he could put the band out you know what i mean that's maybe why he was like kicking it with me you know Mm-hmm. I mean, besides that, like I knew him, but I'm saying like that was also like an incentive. And uh, um, but uh, uh, yeah, so you know, um, 
he kept talking to me about this band he's gonna do and i'm like cool yeah you know i, I can't wait to check it out so uh the whole boss thing was cool we get back i'm back home like a couple like weeks i want to say go by maybe like a month two months and justice he calls me back and he's like yo you know the band i was telling you about that i was going to do and i was like yeah he was like, yeah, well, we'll be going to the studio next week. You should come out and, like, hang out at the studio when we do this demo. And I was like, cool. So, you know, I go to the uh, the studio. I'm hanging out. And uh, he's like, yeah, so this is the band. And he's like, the band's going to be called T-U-Y. And, like, he gives me, like, the whole concept behind the band and the band name. And uh, um it was uh, it was in this guy Joe's studio. It was like I want to say the basement of his house, and um, and it was dope, man. Like it was a cool vibe. Uh, you know, they just as even asked me to sing on one of the songs. So if you go back to the demo seven inch and listen to that song "Unfinished Business," I'm like the guy at the end of that song who's singing in Spanish. Like that's me. Okay. And um, yeah. So you know. Uh, you know, when, when the studio session finished and I listened to the whole TUI demo seven inch, um, you know, we talked about me putting it out and I was like, yeah, I'll put it out, you know? And like, I'll be honest with you. Like, um, I just put it out because like, that was my homies. I've known them like a long time. Like, you know, all the guys in TUI at the time. Uh, and, uh, um, I thought that TUI would just be like a cool local band. I didn't think they'd blow up, you know. I thought that, you know, I was going to sell a couple of the copies of the 7-inch and that was going to be it. And it was going to be something like cool locally to put out, you know. So um, I put out the uh, the uh, the second Flashbot 7-inch was the TUI demo 7-inch. And, um, you know, like I said, I thought the man was going to like just be a cool local band and not do much. And then little did I know they played NYC, Chicago, Miami, like they did the West Coast. They went to like England, like, you know, they went to uh, Canada, like Japan, all these places. And uh, so so as TY is getting big, that's also helping out the label because we put out this the seven inch, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um yeah, so so that's uh, what happened with the second flat spot seven inch, and um, yeah, yeah, I, I think that's insane because you, you never really know uh, what's going to hit and what's going to blow up. But w- w- when you look at uh, Trapped Under Ice, I, I feel like when they were super active, they were definitely, in, in my opinion, the biggest band in hardcore because they were, uh, you know, headlining every major festival, going overseas, headlining fest over there. And to see their track record from the demo all the way up until Heat Wave, I, I think they have done no wrong. I, I love everything that they've put out. So it, it's, it's cool to look back um, at those early days and you being there when they're actually recording that demo is pretty insane to think about because, uh, you know, they're definitely like one of the biggest bands in hardcore history. So shout out to Trap and yeah, Rice. I, That's I cool. love those guys, you know? Yeah. No, I, I could seriously go on for days about how awesome that band is. I, I've actually had uh, Sam Trapkin on the podcast a while back and it was just so awesome. To, oh, cool. Yeah. Just to hear his point of view and like, you know, how things just kind of developed uh, for them as a band. 
but th- th- that's super awesome that you were the one to you know take a chance on them and put it out and just to see where they've gone it's been pretty awesome yeah but you also put out a, a backtrack demo which i thought was pretty insane because the first time i saw backtrack and i i'm pretty sure that this is the lineup and nobody's corrected me so i'm pretty sure i'm right it was um in riverside it was uh it was rotting out cruel hand and backtrack and at that point i didn't know who backtrack was i i just thought they were just some random band opening up the show but they were you know they're on tour so i was like oh cool i'll I'll check them out and i remember picking up that demo and listening to it and seeing them live i was like this band is, is pretty interesting i think they might be like something to like keep an eye on and sure enough you look at how long they were around in the records that they put out uh, another like super solid band. So it, it was definitely cool to see what they did. I was definitely bummed that they decided to call it quits. I wish they would have kept going, but you know, everybody has like their own reasons, but I was curious, like how did you link up with those guys? So, yeah. Um, so when the TUI demo seven inch came out, uh, just like I said, TUI was playing out of town a lot and TUI uh, played Long Island. And Justice came back to me and he was like, yo, I got a demo of this band you should check out. And it was them. And uh, so I'm like, and at the time, Long Island didn't have like a young band that was like doing, that was like doing big things, I guess. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so yeah, Justice gave me the demo and I listened to it. I was like, oh shit. I was like, this is cool. You know? And um I got in contact with them in Long Island and I asked them, I was like, yo, like, do y'all want to do a seven inch with me? You know, cause you know, at this time with like a new label, it's almost like, you gotta like, I don't want to say beg, but it's like, Hey, can I please put out, you know, uh, y'all's fucking demo, you know? So I hit them up and I asked them and they got mad at hype. Like, yeah, fuck yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, we did the, uh, I did the uh, uh, that that seven inch two with them, the demo, and when it came out, I went to Long Island, and the show in Long Island was cool. Like I didn't know at the time that you know this is two thousand and eight, so I didn't, I wasn't, I like I didn't know what to expect with Long Island, and um, the show was tons of kids, mad height, you know. Uh, uh, you know, when I when I left Long Island that night, I was like, yo, I fuck with Long Island. You know, this is like a cool spot, you know? Mm-hmm. And and since 2008, I've always had nothing but love with uh, all the kids in Long Island. Hell yeah. That that's super sick. I I I have like a like this uh like weird love for Long Island hardcore just because there's uh, like I, I think in my opinion like they're like a super like strong scene and there's just like a lot of awesome bands like coming from there so i i always love talking to anybody uh you know from there and just to hear about you know what's going on currently out there i was curious about uh you, you did a string of uh, compilations you, you did three volumes of the extermination compilation he talked about the thought process about that and what made you want to do that and i thought it was cool because getting bands to come together and do new and exclusive tracks for you guys i, I thought that was pretty sick yeah, so the, the name of that comp came because, um, you know, uh, a while ago I got snitched on. And um, and, and that the name of that comp always like, stood out to me. Mm-hmm. And that was like the motive of me naming the comp that. And, 
Yeah, so like, you know, I've always been like a big fan of like all the old like comps, you know? Um, I always thought that that was like the best way to check out a band as a kid. You buy a comp that has a band that you like, and then you check out all the bands on that comp and it gets you into like so many like new cool bands. And I've always wanted to do a comp, you know? And uh, yeah, so I just began hitting up all of my boys, anybody I was like cool with, I began hitting them up, you know? And I will say this to anybody who wants to like put a comp out, um, it's not easy. Cause if, if you think putting out just one band's seven inch can be difficult, now you gotta deal with like five bands and if it's like a 12 inch cop, you gotta deal with like possibly 10 bands, you know? So, um, and, and all the labels listening that have put out comps, salute, cause y'all feel my pain. And uh, so, yeah, we, uh, I began hitting bands up with the comp. And, um, and, and luckily they've always, like nine out of 10 bands have always said yes. And they've always been like hyped and excited to do um the comp looking at the volume one of the comp uh great great lineup of bands but there was one band from california the soul search and i was curious how did you get in contact with them like where was that relationship from okay so that was the one band uh that i didn't know anybody in that band okay Uh, besides them all the bands in the comp i knew all them but since i'm not a west coast kid and i haven't been to the west coast yet I didn't know them, but I, I knew about them, you know, and uh, um, and I was into them. You know, they sounded like uh, Demise, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, in fact, the the band name is the Demise song. And so, yeah, like, uh, I was just into them, man. I was like, if I could pick any West Coast band to be on my comp, like, that's the band I want. That's, like, what I was thinking, you know? Because um, I was just so into them. And without knowing them, I don't know, that was so long ago. I don't know how I got a hold of them. I don't know if I texted them up, if I sent them an email. But somehow I got a hold of them and I asked them, yo, I got a comp. Do y'all want to do it? And um, they hit me back, like, man, hyped up, like, fuck yeah, you know? And that got me, like, excited because I was like, damn, like, these kids that I don't know and Cali. And keep in mind, it's not like the band was, like, a new band. You know, like, yeah. I feel like that band was, like, kind of established. So they could have been, like, nah, you know. But just the fact that they got, like, hyped to do the comp with me, um, that was cool, you know. I was, like, mad excited. And uh, and the whole lineup of that comp I love, you know. The, uh, the last band on that comp was uh, King Nine. Mm-hmm. And that was when, like, King Nine was, like, new. Didn't even have a song out. And uh, and I just put them out because I'm tight with them, you know? And I just wanted to put my homies on. And uh, yeah, so, you know, I, I hit them up and I was like, do y'all have like one song? I know y'all don't have a demo out yet, but if y'all can give me one song, I'll put it as the last song on this comp. And, uh, and they gave it to me, so that was cool too. 
Oh yeah, that that's like that they're able to get it together so early on before the demo to give it to you to put on the comp because that's a good exposure. Because I feel like comps are cool just to uh, have a different variety because everybody has their own taste in hardcore and different preferences. So to be able to kind of just um, round it out and have like a bunch of different sounds uh, to you know just explore and just to give people to check out to maybe open up their their mind a little more to check out different types of music. I, I always think that's really cool. But a, a, another band on that comp you, you had on uh, Turnstile, and I felt like that was still pretty early on for them as well. Uh, you know, looking at them now, it's like they're super huge, probably, probably like one of the biggest bands in hardcore right now. There's like probably a top three at least. But I, I was curious, uh, how did you build that relationship? Did you know them uh, just through like being friends with the guys in TUI? Yeah, so the whole TUI connection, you know, um, I met them uh, just going to shows, uh, always tight with them. Um, I think they had like the seven inch app, maybe like mm-hmm. that debut seven inch. And, but that was it. And even like on that seven inch, they didn't even like do much, like play much. Cause like TUI was like so active. Yeah. So, so when I put them on the comp, um, I put them out cause it was my homies, you know, cause I was cool with them because at the time the band wasn't that active the band wasn't the band that it is now you know nobody knew what was going to happen with them you know uh they could have split up that next month you know what i mean and um yeah so uh i asked them if they wanted to do it they said yeah give me the the exclusive song and actually the song that they gave me on that comp is like one of the songs i like the most that they put out like something about that song that um just like hypes me up and it was cool because at the time when that comp came out, they'd always like play it live. I don't know if they play it live now, but at the time, that was like 2012, they'd like always play that song live. And that was like one of the songs I was like, you know, mainly into that, that they put out. So yeah, like I was just homies with them. I asked them and they said, yeah. And it was a new band, so nobody knew what was gonna happen. And uh, yeah, the song came out cool. Yeah. I. I remember watching just a bunch of YouTube videos of that band and just like wondering if they would ever make it out West. And I remember seeing them for the first time. It was in uh, Pomona. It was them. Uh, I'm pretty sure they were on tour with like Angel Dust. And and I, I guess I, I was like oblivious or I, I was like, you know, just like kind of out of touch or didn't really know what everybody else's like perspective was on that band. But I remember when they hit the stage and the literally like the whole room at that venue uh, uh, at Aladdin Engineer, like everybody knew the words to every song i was like okay i was like i think this kind of like shows that this band's gonna be something <laughs> special because like it's not that often where like everybody in the room is like participating and singing along and knowing like every word it was, it was fucking insane so like i'll never forget that moment and just kind of be like awesome like just like just Fuck my yeah. mind just blown like okay this band's like something special and definitely got to keep an eye out hell uh, yeah but uh, so y- you went on to do volume two and three uh, but uh, it's been a while since three came out. Uh, is there a reason four hasn't came out yet? Is there, you know, do you want to keep this going or is this something you're just going to kind of um, put on hold for a bit? Yeah. So we'll definitely be doing a new comp. Um, I mean, like I said, it's just, uh, it can be kind of difficult mm-hmm. to get all these bands on the same page, you know? Um, so, uh, and we've been talking to a couple of bands and we kind of have it like lined up, but um, yeah, we we definitely have a comp coming up soon. And it's been a minute, but we have a new one coming up soon. We've just been so tied up 
with like all the stuff we've been putting out at the moment, all these like individual bands. But um, yeah, the uh, the new cup is coming out. Uh, hopefully, I want to say we we could possibly put it out by like 2021. Okay, yeah, because I, I feel like since the, the the third one, you have like a whole new crop of bands that are on the label, yeah. and it, it, it would definitely be cool to that you see them all come together and do a comp and put out uh, you know new stuff for the label. I, I think that that'd be super sick. And like not just new bands on the label, but just new bands in the scene. Mm-hmm. Like you know, to, it's 2020, and it's a whole new scene with all new bands and all new kids since like the last time we did that comp. So um, we just the uh, the talent pool to like pull out of to do this new cop is like you know big so um so yeah i'm definitely excited to check out uh all the new bands coming out now the bands we have and just to see what and which bands we can put on the new cop okay yeah for sure because there's always like and i i don't know if it's just like kids have just gotten more active or what but yeah i feel like there's always like new demos and new bands like coming out like pretty frequently and it's like quality stuff because uh obviously there's bands that aren't that good but uh just there's just a lot of talented people out there right now just doing awesome hardcore and then even bands that have been around for a bit um the, since the last comp came out you know you know who have been established who you know could fit good on it so i'm, I'm definitely looking forward to see who you guys you know tap into and um who's down to do the comp but hell yeah there's one band um that you guys worked with from california that i've always been like so curious about and that's a misery and when they put out uh or when you guys put out uh you know survive the the vibe i was uh you know just banging that drum that i think that um in this moment misery is like the best band from california i was like super high on them uh i've loved everything that they put out i I think uh, you know the, the dudes in that band are talented but it just seems like they were, you know, super like active at, at one moment, but then they all just kind of just like went on pause, just like really fast. And like they've done shows like here and there, but it's been like you know very spread out. So I'm I'm just curious, uh, you know, what your relationship is with them, and like how'd you link it with them, and like you know what's their status now, if you can talk about it. Yeah, so you know that that band's in my top ten of all time. Mm-hmm. You know, I love that band. Um, mad hype that you know we got a chance to put them out with that seven inch and with the lp um i fucking love that lp uh you know um they you know i saw them on you know when they played the east coast uh i know they used to be hella active um but i'm not i'm not too positive why they slowed down you might want to talk to uh the next podcast you might want to talk to my man Jose. He uh, he sings in that band. I'm down. And maybe he can like give you like details of like why the band kind of slowed down because I don't know. I couldn't tell you. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, I know. Uh, I'm I'm not positive. I think they might be like doing some new songs. You know, and at the moment, and if that is the case, best believe Flat Spot's gonna be on top of that. You know, putting that shit out. So. Um, but uh but yeah you know i wish they could come back down to see them again you know so yeah i'm on the same page as you with that 
Okay. Well, I'm just happy to hear that there is still that working relationship between you guys. So if there is new music, you know, you guys will have a hand in that because like seriously, yeah, th th that band is like super awesome. And they I feel like they got the love and like kids were aware, but it's just like, yeah, they just, uh, you know, were super busy and then just kind of uh, I, I don't want to say faded away because they're still a band, I hope. But it's just like, yeah, they, they just kind of just stopped playing shows. But it's just like, dude, like kids love that band. And I just wish they would do more. Well, obviously not right now. There's not a possibility of that. But yeah. but when things, uh, you know, get better and things start opening back up again, I, I hope they, uh, you know, um, have time and are, are willing to do more shows. Because, yeah, yeah, seriously, like awesome band. Like, like seriously. Yeah. Uh, like from think, Southern California, uh, super awesome. Yeah, I think I think like one of the guys like moved to Atlanta. Okay. So then, and then I think he might've moved back to the West coast. And then, uh, one of the guys, his name is Kale. He plays in, you know, that like, uh, I want to say it's a band, but I don't know what the fuck it is that that guy ghost Oh yeah. Yeah. He was like, he was like hip hop and like, yeah. So I think Kale's in his band mm -hmm. and ghost plays shows nonstop. So I know that's taking up a lot of Kale's time. Yeah. He's like full time uh, tour. Yeah, so so that might have been why they slowed down, you know. But like I said, if you want the, uh, if you want to know exactly what happened, talk to my guy Jose. All right, um, we'll talk about it off air. But if you can put me in contact with him, I'll definitely have him on the podcast. Okay, yeah. so uh, talked about misery, awesome band. There's. Uh, you know, a, a band from overseas. I, I love talking to these international bands. I feel like I'm like trying to do my part in reaching out to bands overseas and trying to give them some shine here in the States and just try to make people aware. Uh, you worked with uh, Higher Power. Uh, I was curious, how'd you stumble upon them and, uh, you know, put out their records? Yeah, so um, with them, uh, we always like kind of knew them. Uh, and um you know the same way we just get into contact with bands and um you know and we hit them up about putting out the lp just you know saying what was going on with that and um and they got mad hyped on it too to put it out and uh you know i love that uh i, I love that lp um it was a lot of fun to put out and um yeah you know we just got in touch with them and we kind of knew them a while too and did you know them just through uh going overseas and going to shows and being on tour out there or is it just like an online relationship just showing love through your guys's like mutual work yeah so um so flat spy is two people it's me mm -hmm. and my boy uh licking and uh um and like he's like tight with them so so he always knew them because you know uh you know, when they played shows, you know, they would hang out. And uh, so he was like the tightest with that band. And um, so that's how, like, you know, Flatspot kind of uh, got to know them. And, um, yeah, so, uh, like I said, we asked if they wanted to do it. And they got mad hype. And that's how that was put out. That's cool. Uh how did uh, Ricky go from, uh, you know, being a band on the label to actually um, working with the label? Because I, I think that's pretty cool because obviously, um, it's, you know, you're showing support to the band that he plays and uh, plays guitar and back backtrack. So um, yeah. how, how did he move into that role? And 
And is it just you two doing everything for the label? Because I don't think I've ever asked you that. Because I know, um, you know, you you started it, but are there other people helping you guys out behind the scenes? Yes. So, so me and him like own Flat Spot, mm-hmm. and he got involved with it. I want to say like 2012 ish. Um, I've always been tight with them, you know, since like 2008, and we just always been homies. And uh, I think at the time, like he wanted to begin a label, but he wanted to like be involved with like a label that was like established. Okay. And, um, and he was always tight with me and he asked me and I was like, yo, what's up with, you know, helping you out do flat spot. And I was like immediately like into the idea, you know? Um, and the cool thing about him is like, you know, with his band, he's with his band, he's playing like, you know, fucking Japan. You know what I mean? And like I can't be in Japan, but his band can, and maybe he can like set up like you know some flat spot shit at the table in Japan. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, that's kind of how like I looked at it, and like you know, and like his his addition to flat spot has been amazing. You know, uh, and that's my man's. And also we have uh, Jose. Actually, is also we we employ Jose, and Jose helps us out with like all the social media, all the designs, you know, and anything we need in that aspect, Jose is, you know, that guy that we go to. Mm-hmm. And um, we also have a guy, Noah, that helps out Jose with all the stuff Jose is doing. Okay. Hell yeah. That, 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 that's cool to hear. Um, so just kind of moving along the, the roster and um, records that you put out, there's a, a cool band from Richmond. I'm a huge fan of Outsider. Uh, love uh, that's my homies yeah, yeah I love them yeah loved uh, Jamie who plays drums for them super super awesome dude I was curious uh, you put out their their demo and their latest record One Love um, excuse me When Love Dies can you talk about um, how you built up that relationship with them yeah so um, you know we always knew them too and um, I listened to the demo and I was just like you know this is cool you know I'm like I was into the demo and I believe we did the, uh, we put out that demo on a cassette. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, like we just always enjoyed that demo. It was a cool demo. And we wanted to continue with them and do the the seven inch. And um, yeah, so I believe this, you know, I might be mistaken, but I believe the studio they went to was in like NYC. Okay. And um yeah, so they 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 knocked out that seven inch. Um, I like the sound of that seven inch. It has like unique like a unique kind of style to it. And um, yeah, and you know like we got uh, I I got into them because I was just into that demo that they put out. And you know, like I said, we did the demo cassette. The demo cassette did did, did good, and then we ended up doing that that seven inch with them, and the seven inch did, did good too. And anytime I get a chance to book them like up my way, I always like book them on like the shows that I do, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I I can't remember who did the artwork for the, the seven inch, but I think that artwork is like super awesome. I, I just love the the colors and just the, the, the way it looks. Um, and I, I just look at yeah, it. I think that's what like drew me into to like check out that record. Because obviously like I, I listened to the demo, but then when the seven inch came, I was like, okay, cool. I was like, that art is like so awesome. I was like, I got to check out this record. Yeah, I'm. I mean, uh, I'm. I'm gonna fuck it up. I think his name is Sam, 
and I want to say he lives in Sydney, possibly. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, but now he 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 kills it though. Like I love all of his designs. Yeah, there was a. Um, uh, I can't remember how long ago it was, but I think I messaged either Ricky or the flat spot um, Instagram. I, I can't remember, but I, I had this idea and um, it was like a, you know, kind of a big idea, just something that I thought would be really cool. Uh, Cause I'm a fan of the label and I, I thought it would be cool to do a flat spot records showcase on the West coast. Because think about like a, like a lot of those bands um, aren't from you know the side of the country. I, I know um, some of them are. Shout out to you know bands like uh, Section Hate, uh, Hands of God, uh, Constrict. Um, but I, I I always thought that it would be cool to you know try to bring some of those bands out. And um, obviously it wouldn't have worked out this year anyways. But like th- that's just something that I, I think would be so cool to to just do like either like a week or a weekend just to you know whatever like you know just try to make make sense for people to actually want to fly out and for kids to come out to do it because there's just like so many good bands on that label so just to kind of get everybody together to do something you know out of their region i, I think would be such an awesome thing you know and obviously uh tours uh aren't that common or weren't that common anymore you know bands were more keen to be be doing like regional stuff which i, I guess makes sense because um I, I guess you know people it's just hard to get time to, off to just to be on the road for that long and you know hit that many dates but I, I feel like doing something like starting up in like the pacific northwest making your way down to california and ending in like arizona or nevada i, I thought would be like such a cool thing yeah so we we like talked about that about having like you know, five flat spot bands go out and hit like a bunch of cities. Um, we kind of like dabbled in that. Mm-hmm. Um, we had something planned. I want to say like at the beginning of 2020, but we just couldn't end up like making it happen. But uh, but you know, yeah, like you know, hopefully when this COVID shit ends, we can set something like that up. That's that would definitely be cool. And if not even like something of that magnitude of just multiple cities, even like having like a flat spot showcase, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, one on the West coast and one on the East coast, that would be cool too. You know? So yeah, we definitely have all of that, like on the list of things we want to knock out and uh, we will get to that. Um, I'm, and also me myself, I want to book a fest like out my way. It wouldn't be uh like a quote unquote flat spot showcase because I would have multiple bands and multiple labels, but I would have like as many flat spot bands as I can put on on it. You know what I mean? So uh, so at least in my case, uh, you know, hopefully in 2021 we can I can get that going on, and uh, yeah. Can I give you my list of bands that I would like? for you guys to send out if it was possible let me know <laughs> okay and this is no offense to any other bands that i don't name but th- these are just the bands that i'm like more of a fan of but yeah um, go ahead uh so on that list i'll I, i'll give you just it's, it's a short list uh outsider uh adrenaline rule them all and choice to make that would be fucking sick I, I love dude yeah I, I like like those bands are like um, more of like my favorite uh, just listening to like that first release from uh, Adrenaline and I oh my god dude I love it I, I messaged uh, Jack from time to time just trying to get him back on the podcast just I, so we can talk about Adrenaline because 
I, yeah, I, I don't know what it is about that that release, but I, I just was just I, I'm still super into it. And I, I just want more music from them because I, I think that they're just like super talented and like. Yeah, so um, we definitely have uh, some new music coming out with them soon. I can't wait for that because seriously, that band's just like super sick and everybody who hasn't checked them out for some weird reason, if you haven't definitely go check out Adrenaline. They're super awesome. Uh, but yeah, I feel like those crop of bands, and obviously, I'm a huge fan of a choice to make. I'm really good friends with the um, singer uh, Nate Prashuti. Shout out Nate, um, he's helped me out a lot w- w- with the podcast. So I'm stoked to see you guys working with them. I love everything out there in uh, you know Scranton, Wilkesbury area. Yeah, um, I love that band too. You know, um, it was definitely cool that we could do that seven inch with them. Um, that's like one of the seven inches that like I play all the time just to myself. You know. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, yeah. I'm. I remember when uh, Nate uh, reached out and actually told me that he, uh, or that that the band was uh, going to be putting that release out with you guys. I was like, oh, that that's like super awesome. I, I'm. I was stoked that you know finally uh, you know they were able to work out a deal with somebody and you know get more exposure because I, I like you know jammed their the demo and just like the singles that they put out uh, you know for a while. So I, I was like stoked to see them land with you guys because I feel like you guys have like a really good like d- diverse lineup when it comes to sound. Yeah, I feel like, uh, um, yeah, and that's not done by accident. You know, I feel like we like made a point to hit all the lanes of like all the sounds. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we don't want to be pigeonholed into like we only do this sound. You know, we kind of want to like touch base on all the specific sounds of this style of music. You know what I mean? Um, and uh. I think I think that's one of the cool things about us, you know, um, is that, you know, we kind of touch base on on all of that, you know. Yeah, I feel like th- that's a good thing because it, it, it's it's weird to me when I run into people and I'll you know talking about hardcore and they'll just diss like an entire like subgenre of hardcore and I'm just like it's so weird like like how can you just like like just like one aspect of hardcore that, that that's always been weird to me because um, coming into this I was uh, just like some kid just trying to uh, you know figure out where he belonged in the world and I would just would listen to everything and so yeah. like when, when I first got into hardcore I, I didn't look at it as like you know oh this is the beatdown section or the youth crew section or, or any of that to me it was just all just in yeah. the, the same bubble and I, I always just listened to whatever I liked yeah I look at I look at it like uh, each specific sound is like a cousin okay and like all these cousins belong to the same family mm-hmm. you know so um that's just kind of how like my viewpoint is with it you work with the band uh, world demise uh, shout out world demise uh, they, they put out a demo in 2020 which i, I thought was pretty interesting because they had re- released a demo uh, you know before that so I- i'm curious is there any news on that front do you know anything going on with them yeah i'm i'm so into that band you know i like the sound that they have uh I liked all the shit we put out with them. Um, I would love to do something else with them. I feel like that sound is like needed, you know? Uh-huh. Um, we don't have enough bands that sound like that. Um, but um, with like new stuff, I'm not positive. You know, uh, they, I believe the last, uh, the last thing we put out with them was like, I want to say 2018 maybe. So it's it's been a minute. Uh, yeah, you know, 
I might I might have to hit him up this week and see if we can do something new. You know. Yeah, I I, I would love that because I, I think they're they. I don't know if it's due to you know lack of um, activity, but I, I feel like they're all like you know talented. They know what they're doing, so uh, for them to write new music, I feel like it would just be super awesome and to hear, uh, you know, what, what they got cooking. Because I like I said, like I think everybody in that band is uh, talented, and I th- think they know what they're doing. So I, I would just love to hear more yeah, from most them. Yeah, definitely. So um, recently, you announced your newest signing, to my knowledge, uh, Karma out of Chicago, which I think is a super awesome band. I I've, I've yet to see them, uh, even though they've toured California, uh, which is weird to me. I I missed their tour, uh, but I watched their set from LDB on YouTube from 2019 and the more recently released 2020 version. And I I, I love that band. I love what they stand for, and I love the music that they do. So I was I'm super stoked when I saw that. You guys uh, announced, uh, you know, th- they're signed to the label. They got a new record. You guys, um, you know, released a bunch of merch. Uh, I-, I was curious how you linked up with them. Yeah, so um, <clears throat> uh, Vitalo, he kind of like told us about them, you okay. know, and um, and he was kind of you know check them out. You guys might be into it, and uh, we listened to it. Um, you know. Uh, and we just, you know, enjoyed the sound that they had, you know, the same shit you said, what the band's about. Um, uh, yeah. And, you know, we haven't put out like a Chicago band yet. And I feel like Chicago, that scene was like a scene that we've always wanted to like, be involved with, you mm-hmm. know? And I feel like just to get it to Chicago, this was like a cool band to put out out of that scene. And yeah the uh uh and, and it's doing good online now you know um i can't wait till COVID ends so they can you know play out so kids can check them out but yeah i'm definitely into that band and it was definitely cool that we got a chance to to put some shit out with them yeah because uh, when you watch and i i just referenced these two sets because i i love them but when you watch the set from 2019 and 2020 and you see the consistent, um, you know, uh, participation from the kids. And then even from, you know, 2019 to 2020, you, you see uh, more kids getting involved and moshing and singing along. And for that many kids to just be that active during somebody's set, I, I always think it's like cool. And it's like, uh, and I, I definitely think it speaks volumes and it shows like that they actually have like a real fan base. Because uh, I know people like to, you know, base things off numbers, likes, whatever. But it's just like I feel like a, a perfect gauge just to see how they do live because you, you can't really fake that, you know. So I, I just love seeing that, and yeah, I, I can't wait till things open back up and I'm able to finally see them live, like wherever it is, you know, whether it's here in California or somewhere in the Midwest or on the East Coast. I, I yeah, I, I'm just dying to see them because I, I think they're super awesome and I, I, I love them. Yeah, I mean, like you said, I think. I think that's the best gauge to gauge a band is how the band does live. Mm-hmm. You know, if the band does good live, like you, you can't fake that. You know what I mean? Like if the band does good live, it's like the people have spoken, you know? Yeah. hundred percent. Cause for, for, for kids to, you know, to, to get down to the show, you know, have paid their money to, to get their ticket and then to actually, you know, mosh sing along and do all that. It, it says a lot cause it, it's easy just to stay home and not go to the show, you know? Yeah. Okay. Um, so 
flat spot on the 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 band camp in your little like about me section um you have this uh, phrase at the end it says uh, fuck going commercial we keep things controversial can you uh talk about that and what that means to you because i think i think it's a you know it's a cool uh you know tagline yeah. so um so that was something that big l said i don't know if you listen to big l uh but he had a song and he said that line and that line always like stood out to me it just stood out to me. Mm-hmm. And at the time I was, you know, I thought about that line when I was 19, when I just began flat spot. And so I had this new label flat spot and I'm listening to this big L song and big L says that line. And it just stood out to me. And I was like, damn, that, that's like exactly how I feel about flat spot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, um, like I want to put out like, uh, like, you know, I wanted to put out those like edgy kind of bands, you know what I mean? And um and that line just best fit what I wanted to do, you know? That was like the best, like, you know, I don't know, like business slogan back in the day that I could have thought of, you know? Yeah, for sure. No, I I, I didn't like that that it's a re- reference. Uh, you know, so people who uh, you know get that probably even more stoked. Um, but we're, we're here in 2020. Obviously, it's been a rough year for everybody. Um, what are your goals for the rest of the year uh, to to keep the label going? Because I, I know things can you know get rough, and uh, to to uh, have a record label and to not have any bands play any shows and everything just basically be online. Can, can you talk about like you know how you keep this motivation going and like what your plans are for the future for the label? Yeah, you know. Um... You know, tough times, man. Like it's it's been a tough time with this COVID bullshit. Um, no bands going out, no shows happening. Um, you know, as a label, we've been doing okay. Um, you know, we can still put stuff out. It doesn't it doesn't limit what we can do, so to say. Because mm-hmm. as opposed to like a band, it's gonna limit a band because they can't play a show. You know, they they can't go out. But as a label, uh you know, it doesn't limit us too much. You know, we'd, the only thing I guess is like when we do put something out, we'd like the band to go and play out of town to push what we just put out, you know, I guess in that sense, it's like a little limiting to be able to push it as much as we could when we do put something out by the band, by having the band play out. But, um, but besides that, you know, um, you know, we've just been kind of maintaining and just being consistent with like putting new shit out, you know, um, you know, we have the new section hate coming out. Uh, we haven't announced this yet, but we got, uh, this band bugging out of Chicago. Oh, shout out bugging. We got something got coming out with them too. So that's like an ex- exclusive announcement. Just this podcast. We haven't announced that yet. Thank you. Um, but uh, we have like a lot of cool things coming out, you know, just, you know, keeping it consistent um, and uh, and just focusing on putting out music. Um, so, you know, and and, uh, you know, this this question might be best asked to a band, you know, because as a band, it's like this is a tough time to be abandoned, you know, and because uh, you can't do anything. But, you know, we've been just maintaining and uh we got a couple new things coming out that we'll be announcing soon and um yeah that's just how we've been kind of 
been holding up with this whole COVID lockdown. So I'm, I'm just curious, uh, there's been these cool pop-ups happening around the, the country on Long Island. There was just one in Philly. I think one happened in LA while I was on vacation. And um, and then I know there's other regu- other record labels who uh, will do pop-ups like around the country. Is that something that you you guys ever thought about doing to just help push the label in a different way besides uh, you know doing these shows and stuff online? Uh, just trying to get in front of people's faces, kind of going like you know old school and just uh, you know kind of just putting it out there. Yeah, um, I've been noticing those pop-ups too. Um, you know, uh, if COVID continues you know, you'll most likely see a, a flat spot pop-up, you know. Uh, we haven't done one yet, but it's definitely on the agenda if COVID doesn't slow down anytime soon, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and uh, when we do do it, if we end up doing it, it would have to be on the East Coast, you know, just because we all live on the East Coast. But, um, yeah, you know, uh, we definitely love to kind of hop into that and do a pop-up and if we do end up doing it you know we'll we'll announce it and make it a big thing you know yeah because i I feel like uh it's cool and i I think it's special when um not only bands but even when like the 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 record labels get involved and do things uh to be a little more innovative because you know I, i feel like it's standard to to have the the social media, the the website, the web store, and all that, but to to do something special like that, where kids can go and see it in person and you know, be able to touch stuff, which is uh, you, you know like a whole different uh, ball game. I I think that's super awesome. So uh, whether you guys uh, wait around to see if COVID sticks around or not, or even if it gets better and you guys still decide to do it, I I still think that that would be like such a cool idea. And and not even if it uh, you know uh, it doesn't have to be just a straight up uh, you know pop up. Uh, just just flat spot or if you guys showed up to one of these like you know hardcore pop-ups i know that i'm um, long island's doing another one i think mid-november um so just just anything i think w- w- would be super sick and i think kids would be stoked you know yeah i think it's cool you know that we can do these pop-ups and the kids keep doing these pop-ups uh while this whole, whole covid lockdown's going on because we can't do shows you know so i feel like the the next best thing would be you know going to like just uh, a pop-up you know one of these cool pop-ups yeah just to be able to you know swap merch or pick up some new exclusive stuff or yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's crazy when Even i see just to hang out oh that too yeah because uh uh just recently i i was on vacation th- this past weekend and i hung out with three friends and those were like three new faces um you know since this whole uh you know pandemic stuff started because like the pandemic um once it started from then until this past weekend i've literally only seen like the same five friends just because um i get everybody has their own take on it and uh, just a lot of people are just doing their own thing and uh, you know trying to stay safe which i totally respect so i've like you know outside of um, this past vacation that i just took like uh just seeing them i was like oh this is kind of refreshing because like i hadn't literally seen these people um you know since last year so i was i was just like super hyped to and like we went on vacation whatever that's like not new to us but just like seeing them just felt so fresh and like you know new just because i hadn't seen anybody different for so long it it was a weird feeling yeah i mean same with me too like i've been hanging out with like the same people too you know Mm -hmm. like uh so i definitely feel feel the pain you know (laughs) 
Yeah, for sure. I, I, and I, you know, I've, I've talked about it plenty of times. I, I just hope things get better uh, soon. Like I, I hope they do eventually. Cause obviously who knows, maybe we could, uh, you know, be like this forever. And then this is how humanity ends, but who knows, but I don't know. It's weird times. Like even like dude, where I live, uh, there's like these huge, like fires going on. So there's just been, oh, ash- shit. yeah. So there's just been ash, yeah, like ash raining down on like where I live, like, since like the or since i got home from vacation it's which like, place do you live at i live in anaheim so orange county anaheim, gotcha. yeah. yeah so there's like fires going on in uh irvine and then yorba linda and it's just like it's it's yeah it's just really bad right now damn yeah it's crazy uh, i mean hopefully you know y'all can uh i guess make it past that and all that shit kind of just stops yeah I, I'm, I'm just hoping like the best for everybody I, I just want like this whole world to you know kind of just move uh you know shift into the right direction and things can just get better because um it you know th- things are just bad for everybody right now yeah so uh there's obviously newer bands popping up um is there a place where people can send like demos or or, or do you even check links because like I'm, I'm sure like you guys get hit up like all the time like what when bands <laughs> send you like random links like do you guys even take the time to check it out um i know with me i don't check anything out uh the the best way to get put up by flat spot is just wait till we hit you up you know okay i feel like uh um i don't know like i don't and like not just with us i feel like most labels i don't feel like most because they get hit up with demos so often yeah you know and like you know a lot of times like you know, you just don't have the time to check out all those demos, you know? Uh, you know, with, with the bands we put out, it's because it's bands that we've kind of been, like, scouting out, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's not like we'll, like, see a band and be like, oh, cool, let's put them out. Let's, let's see if we can do it, like, next week. We'll take, like, months of scouting to see what they got going on, you know, what they've been doing. Uh, and then And then if we feel like it's, like, a good move, then we'll like hit them up and see what's what's up with them, you know. But uh, so so that's how we kind of like go about putting bands out. Is you know it's kind of like us kind of just scouting them out, and then uh, if we feel like it'd be a good move with the label, because we've also got like an aesthetic that we want to keep with the label, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, if we feel like it'd be a good move, and they kind of and they would like fit the the flat spot label like you know the the flat spot aesthetic then we'll definitely hit them up you know yeah no i i definitely get that uh i feel like it's smart to kind of uh, see how a band does instead of just jumping on early on because sometimes it cool it could work out but then there's like a lot of times like bands just don't work out for whatever reason bands this bands always come and go and i feel like i've, I've had to learn that the, the the hard way if um anybody who's been like a long time listener there's only been one band that i've had on that i uh you know praised and told everybody that they're going to be like the next thing and then like a couple months later these uh they just had to call it quits and i felt like such an idiot so i, I try to re- refrain from doing that um because it's just like yeah like like you know bands have to stand the the test of time and like definitely have to prove themselves at some point because there's so many bands and like uh it's kind of like a weird competition but, but not really because obviously like everybody's out here doing music not in like direct competition with each other but you know people like you know want to get signed and want to do bigger things 
Uh, so I, I, I don't think it is smart on your guys' part to you know take the time to scout and see how a band performs and see like yeah, you know how they even, actually do. Yeah, even like uh, you know, like you said, it's it's like almost impossible to like pick out a band's gonna blow up. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like such a gamble, you know. Um, you know, all all the bands that we put out that are blown up, uh, you know, I couldn't have guessed it. You know, you you kind of have like intuition and a vibe that you kind of got to go with, you know, and like signs that would make you think they would blow up and you kind of got to go with that. Yeah. But at, at the end of the day, you know, like, you know, we, we put out bands that we put them out and like in five months they split up, you know what I mean? And we put out bands that we put them out and they become like big bands. Yeah. You know, so um, it's all a gamble at the end of the day. You don't know who's going to blow up and who's going to like, not blow up, you know, you don't know who's going to split up in two months. And, you know, when like you thought maybe that man was going to blow up and they split up in two months, like you can't call, you, you can't like call that, you know what I mean? It's just kind of like, uh, it's a gamble. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've had bands reach out to me asking if I could, uh, you know, send their link to, uh, to, to people that I've had on. And I'm just like, sure. I was like, I'm, I don't feel like I'm any more special than anybody else. But if you think me sending the link to somebody will uh, try to help your cause, I was like, I'm down, whatever. Um, so like, I've done that a, like a couple times. I've, I've like sent just like, you know, the band camp links to, to people. Um, I but- will say this. I'll, I'll say this. You know, a band sending a label like a demo, mm-hmm. even, even if the label doesn't want to put them out initially at that time, I guess, you know, in some kind of way, that band is now on the label's map. Like, the label now knows that band name. For so sure. if they see that band name pop up again, they might be like, oh, shit, that's that band that sent me that demo. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I will say that. I will say that, you know, if a band does want to send, like, a label, like a demo, if they want to ask you to, like, give them a shout-out, anything, you know, like – at the least that's going to like put them on somebody's map. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like that's the least I could do. Cause like, like you said, I'm not any more special than anybody else. I'm just a, you know, guy who started a podcast, uh, you know, who, who talks to people. So, uh, if, and I'm not, and hopefully nobody's going to flood me with like links now, but yeah, it's like people, people have done that. And it's just like, you know, it's oh, not, they'll flood you now. yeah, please don't, please don't. <laughs> uh, okay. Maybe I shouldn't have said that, but it's all good. Okay. Damn. It's all but, good. Uh, but that's sick. Yeah, seriously, I'm stoked on uh, you know a, a lot of the bands that you've worked with. I love that you guys signed Karma. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to hearing their new record in full next month when it drops on is it November 20th? Yeah, November 20th. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Stoked on that. But man, I, I I'm definitely looking forward to to the comp in the future. But I'm just like super stoked on everything that you guys have put out so far. Uh, but um, uh, before we sign off, is there anything else you want to shout out or plug? Um, not just you know anybody listening. We got a lot of cool new shit coming out. Stay tuned. Follow us on all social media to keep you know to stay up to date with like what we'll be putting out. Um, I want to thank you. You know you invited me to the podcast. This has been a cool uh, podcast session. Had a lot of fun, and um, yeah, you know can't wait to see uh anybody who's listening can't wait to uh to talk to you guys at the show whatever just come up and talk to me you know and yeah man this has been cool 
All right. Well, seriously, thank you so much for your time. I, I definitely appreciate you taking the time to do this. And thank you guys again for tuning in. This has been another episode of the Jamie K podcast. Always on top.